It's Friday, December 10th, 2021. A very happy Human Rights Day to you, Kelly Collis. Oh, that should be every day. Should be every day, but it is today, according to the United Nations in 1948. I'm not sure if it was on your calendar, but now it should be. <laughs> Thanks for that, Tommy. Live Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. See that? It's not always dress your dog up like a farmer day or like apple strudel <laughs> day or world coffee situation. Sometimes we have a little meaning around here. How's it going? I can appreciate that. And it's a, a special day here in the D.C. area as uh, Bob Dole's funeral is happening at the National Cathedral today. And uh, I, I don't live too far from there. And there's just been a lot of excitement um, as they get ready to um, talk about this incredible man his incredible legacy. And also, um, not only is he remembered at the Capitol yesterday, National Cathedral today, they're also doing something at the World War II Memorial where Tom Hanks is in town. I don't know if you heard. Um, no, I didn't hear. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks will be speaking at that um, service later today. So there's just going to be, today should is a day that we're going to learn more stories and hear about this incredible man and all the lives that he touched. Wow. It's not the appropriate time because we're being somber about Bob Dole, but that Tom Hanks is the Tom Hanksiest. <laughs> He's everywhere. Shows up for Bob Dole's funeral. My goodness. What a guy. What yeah. a guy. Yeah. Wow. So um, yesterday, um, so my children go to school on the, in the cathedral grounds and I always tell them, I'm like, you are so blessed because people from all Literally. over the world. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, come to see the National Cathedral and the, just the, the comings and goings of what happens there is just incredible. I mean, it, it's a stage for the world, but they have, um, they don't have school today, but yesterday part of the campus was sort of blocked off. Um, and my daughter was, was walking over to her swim practice and she um, saw some incredible photos, which she thought was the beginning of the funeral <laughs> because, um, because it is such a special ceremony. They actually do a practice run which is what she witnessed. And we've got some photos that we're showing. Which makes yesterday. sense, right? Because like, right. of course they practice it. Right. Because like all eyes, you know, it's, 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 you know, you got a whole set of camera pools that are set up there. I mean, it's streamed on every major network and yeah, they literally like pull out a casket and, you know, kind of march him, march it it because it's not him because he was laying in state at the Capitol yesterday. That's what I told my daughter. I'm like, I just saw yeah. he, he's at the Capitol. I don't think that's him. Um, but it is incredible that they do. It's such a well, it happens so quickly and they mm -hmm. do this incredible ceremony with such dignity and respect um, that, yeah, you, you, you have to do a dry run. And she even got a little bit of video too. If you're watching the live stream, um, if, if not go check it out on our Facebook page, but like she did a 360 view of like the cords and the vehicles. And then she swings around to what the press riser is. Cause you're right. Like you don't think about that, but every net network, you know, on the universe is going to carry this tomorrow. And so of course they have to have today. that infrastructure there today. So of course you have to have that infrastructure there. So yeah, yeah like they build the whole like, satellite village like you would see on the front lawn of the white house you know where you see all the yeah. shots of the white house they build basically a mobile one of those yeah it's pretty incredible and these giant cables that are kind of mm -hmm. snaking their way into the parking lot plugging into whatever magic juice gets it out onto the tv 
I don't it goes in the camera and it goes to space <laughs> and it comes back and it goes to your screen. It's just incredible. But I do, I, I do appreciate, I mean, he lived such a full life and, mm-hmm. and it is um, such a cool thing to see and to witness because you have people with, from different political parties. And that's what, you know, people are talking about, not only his service to this country, talking about what an incredible uh, man he was in uniting both parties on a lot of issues when he yeah. was uh, in the Senate, uh, especially when, and I think today in this age that we're living in, it's kind of almost hard to imagine because we are so divisive these days Correct. Um, to, to really hear about um, his, his work on Capitol Hill. Um, we know he was an incredible warrior and, and and served our country in World War II. But to hear those stories, you're just like, wow. You do hear those things like man of his word, man of integrity. Those yeah. those terms keep coming up. And right, depending on whatever stripes you're from, there are people on both parties who do not have a um, value of their word or have integrity. So it really is. It's really it's like a throwback. And when people were honest, yeah. crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Back in the day, Tommy. Yeah. I didn't realize he was Senate majority leader as well. Yeah. Yeah. When he ran for president. Yeah. I was 19. not really politically aware in, in 96. <laughs> That's okay, Tommy. <laughs> I remember him. I remember like seeing Dole Kemp signs or it would have been Bush or it would have been Clinton Gore signs too. But I remember like I cognitively am aware that he ran. Yes. But I remember also Norm Macdonald playing him on SNL. I know. Showing him very angry all the time. I'm Bob Dole. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so um, definitely something that if you can take the time today to uh, to watch a little bit of the ceremony, there's going to be plenty of them. And as you were saying, he then goes, his remains go to Kansas and then somewhere else and then back to D.C. to Arlington. Yes. And uh, they haven't revealed that date yet, but it is nice that he's going to be buried at Arlington National Cemetery. And his wife, Libby Dole, is still doing a lot of work. The Dole Foundation does incredible work. We've mm-hmm. been able to like, I don't think we've worked with them yet, but we've we've definitely seen them in action, you know, throughout throughout DC and throughout the country. So the Dole Foundation does a lot of really great stuff. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I got another PSA for you. I went and got my booster yesterday, Kelly. Ooh. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. I got it at 1130. I came home. I drank about a bottle of Pedialyte. I took a big old nap and I'm like ready to go. Have a little bit of ibuprofen a little bit of soreness i got my i got, I got my nat sticker <laughs> from walgreens yeah yeah um i will tell you though just friends and neighbors a little psa if you're gonna go get your booster and go get your first shot maybe bring a government i should id says who you are maybe that's a good idea just to show up the tell lady me. in front no i know i brought mine okay. i'm not right. child but the lady in front of me um at walgreens the woman was like she was getting a booster too the woman's like hey do you have your id and the lady goes, rummages through her purse. No. Why did you leave your house? Ha- Why do you leave your house as a full grown adult without your ID? And she goes, okay, do you have your vaccine card? And she goes, yeah. No. <laughs> and the lady from Walgreens is like, sweet, I don't know what you want me to do for you right now. <laughs> so the lady went like, I guess home or wherever to go get her stuff. But like, hey, maybe you should have a document that says who you are when you go get your shot. Just saying you know- it's it's interesting because because I have kids now. My one child has a driver's permit, so he actually has like a government issued ID. But the younger one did not, and oh, yeah. we had to and and they said that you have to bring some sort of identification. I'm like, but she doesn't have any identification, like other than like social security card. 
What does that do? Birth certificate? Oh. I mean, I guess I could bring her birth certificate, but it could be anyone's birth certificate. That's <laughs> I mean, true. There's no photo library card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they ended up, it was, this was early on when she, you know, right when the 12 and over could get uh, vaccinated. So they ended up just vaccinating her. But yeah, it is something to think about um, when you bring in your children. I mean, I guess a lot of people have been done in the pediatrician's office, but like, I don't, I didn't have any ID for her. I feel like maybe, so I like, I was then like taken in as this lady was still like figuring her situation out. I mean, I honestly don't, not that you say that, I don't know how it ended because I went in and got my shot and she was still like having a dialogue about it. Oh. Maybe maybe they just vaccinated her. I don't know. Uh, but I'm just saying is all like for the poor lady who's at Walgreens, like make her life easier, please. <laughs> it's like because she was like dealing with vaccine people and the other one's like, I got my prescription. Like, here's my insurance card. <laughs> this poor woman was just like taking all kinds of incoming. Like She didn't know what was coming at her. So yeah. The, the those the, the the pharmacists and the staff supporting that are working hard these days. Also, um, they're not screwing around either with with security. The like resolution on the security camera above the register at Walgreens, I could see my individual pores. It was unbelievable. <laughs> um, I also do appreciate because I saw on your Instagram that you waited ten minutes afterwards. I, did. I was I, re- I refused. I refused to do that. Why? I just walk it. Because it's stupid. You're stupid. I'm not waiting 10 minutes. I Both my kids, when I took them, I'm like, we're not waiting 10 minutes. You're fine. Let's go. But there were snacks. No. I just walk right out the door. Like, what, what are you going to do? Stop me? No, they're not going to stop you. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm, I'm such a rules person. They're like, you should wait five minutes. I'm like, okay. And so I waited five minutes. Made a little Instagram story, and I was on my way with my life. <laughs> Although well, that's at least- true. Like, I don't know what I would have done. Like, had I had some kind of reaction to the yes. like, I don't think that's the place I'd want them treating me anyway. Right. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm you glad you just follow the rules. Someone smart than me came up with them. I feel like. Did they? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Sometimes I, I, I question authority all the time, Tommy. Yeah, I know you do. But listen, as someone like I'm on the condo board here and of my little kingdom of like 70 condos, just freaking follow the rules and knock it off. All right. Some people thought thought it through. I'm really sorry. You take your trash down to the to the basement, but just freaking do it. All right. Stop throwing <laughs> stuff down the trash chute and making it hard for us all to clean it up. I'm just saying is all. Okay. Someone's projecting. projecting right now. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> All right, let's talk about space. Yes. Okay, I don't know if you knew this, because I don't think we talked about it, but Michael Strahan, who, of course, like former NFL football player, used to be with Kelly Ripa, now on Good Morning America. He is uh, supposed to go to space. I only knew about it because my husband saw it and posted it on the internet that he would like me to go next. And I was like, trying to send me to space? Talk about projecting. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. He's like, I probably can't hear him up there. I would get a little break. Um, anyway, so he was supposed to blast off yesterday, and this is a, all part of Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos, where there's going to be some paying customers, and then, like, I don't know, they choose a celebrity, which is great. Um, and then uh, uh, Alan Shepard, the first astronaut, his daughter, yes, his oh, daughter cool. is also going to be on there. So they're like getting a lot of, of media attention. They did not take off yesterday. There's some weather that's really windy down there, and I think it's scheduled um, to take off on Saturday. Anyhow, as I was doing research of like Jeff Bezos and th- those are grabbing all the headlines, you know, NASA is still doing the NASA things. 
Right. There's still the <laughs> like, National Aeronautics and Space Association. Yes, exactly. And training astronauts and they have a class of astronauts and they're still doing that. While we're having these like average Joes, if you will, or Janes going up to space, um, they're still like looking for really smart, talented people. And that crop of 10 new astronauts that are going up, I got to believe are like, cool. I didn't train my whole life for this. Have fun, Michael Strahan. I know, right, exactly. So I bring this up because there are two from the D.C. area in the latest class. Um, Andre Douglas, he's a Virginia native with a bunch of degrees from George Washington and Johns Hopkins. Um, he also was, um, and this is all thanks to Axios D.C., um, did something for the U.S. ballistic missile defense system, which sounds nice. pretty complicated. He's also a mentor for young people through robotics competitions and a bunch of other programs. What so, a guy. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on. And then the other one, Christopher Williams, also from D.C. He's from Potomac. He's a medical physicist and a graduate of Montgomery Blair High School in Silver Spring. He also is um, on the faculty at Harvard Medical. Hmm. and he's a private pilot, a former vo- volunteer firefighter, and an Eagle Scout. Perfect. You know, I do feel like people like that, maybe we should keep them on Earth. We kind of need them down here. I know, right? But let's just, I just, it's a reminder. Yeah. We'd like to talk about the, all things DC, but like NASA is still recruiting, and if you want to be an astronaut, you don't have to be a TV broadcaster. <laughs> and I gotta be honest with you, like, I'm not saying Michael Strahan isn't great, but that's the best you can do is Michael Strahan. You, you do William Shatner. Totally makes sense. Captain Kirk. My goodness. Yes. <laughs> but like. Michael Strahan is next. Yeah, I don't that's know. That's a really but... big jump in space. Famous. Or to Michael Strahan. I, I hear you. I hear you. Right. Oh, into space and Independence Day. Why are we sending him up there? Bill Pullman. Is that- yeah, yeah, that's true. Bill Pullman. Actually, Bill Pullman's coming to town this week. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday he was in town. Ah, yesterday he was in town for the Alamo uh, opening. I'm so bummed because, you know, I'm a big fan of Sinner, his his new show that's on. Um, yeah. Um, I watch it on demand, so I don't know which, which channel it is. But I think it's FX. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, it's amazing. He plays the lead character, the investigator, who's quirky as poop. Nice. And, um, I saw that he was in town. I was like, oh man, I would have loved to see him. Cause now I think of him on that show, not independence day. Wow. Huh. One of the best presidents in American history, Bill Pullman. <laughs> I'm just saying is all we can. I'm, I'm interested to see who's next, who they're going to send up next into space. Yeah. Who knows? Who also knows? the easiest job in the world is the blue origin PR person. They're like, Hey, what celebrity do we got? All right, cool. And which, um, connected to a famous space person we got. Yes. Yeah, there's a press release. Anybody <laughs> want to come cover that? Great. <laughs> Can't imagine they're working real well, hard to get coverage. Let's knock on wood that their job continues to be easy because <laughs> bad is bad. <laughs> right? The other end of the spectrum is pretty horrible. That's true. That's true. You want them to be to make Tiger Pearman. That makes a lot yes. of sense. Uh, speaking uh, of this, if you watch Kelly, you, um, I follow you on Instagram, obviously. And your tweet, your Instagram yesterday was like, I'm so excited for sex in the city. And then you weren't excited for sex in the city. What happened? Um, 
Okay, so the new, it's not Sex in the City, it's it's called And Just Like That, much anticipated with the girls getting back together, sort of their next chapter, they're all in their 50s, they have grown children, some of them do, some of them never had children, like Carrie Bradshaw, um, but it's, they dropped two episodes yesterday, it wasn't like a premiere, like, 8 p.m. They're just like I woke up Thursday morning. I checked my HBO Max, and those those two were there. So I'm like, okay, I got some work to do today. I'm gonna um, get my stuff done, and then I'm gonna have lunch and watch the first episode in the nice middle of the day. Snack for you, that makes yep. sense. Totally. My husband was at work. The kids were gone. Whole house to myself. Me and my dog. We're Isn't gonna that enjoy. <laughs> I know it is so good. Um, but usually, like I'm doing something productive, like working out or you know, actual work work to pay the bills. This was just a little treat. Good. Ruined my day. Ruined this ruined my entire day. Was the Botox uh, bad or what? Well, that is pretty horrible on some of the characters. <laughs> but <laughs> that that and that I, that's what I couldn't get over the first 45 minutes. I don't are we doing am I doing the spoiler? Am I saying what happened? I mean, spoiler alert. Boop, 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 boop. A major character drops dead at the end of the first episode. And then the second episode, I don't know why I did it to myself because I was just like, I was unconsolable. I mean, <laughs> weeping box of tissues opened up a bottle of Savion Blanc. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was like one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> a bottle of Savion Blanc? You drink red. I know during the day I drink red. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you, your day wine? Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, if I were to drink during the day, that would be my choice. Anyway. <laughs> Then I posted up on Instagram that like I was so excited to watch these two episodes. And I had like a bunch of my friends being like, oh, my God, text me, DM me like, I forgot that was out today. I can't wait to come home and watch it. And I like was texting. I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> if you have plans tonight with your children or your significant other or anything, don't do it. Oh, but now that all they want to do is do it. Are you kidding me? You can't say no, don't do it. Don't do it. It will. You would just you will just if you love Sex in the City and watch the episodes and grew up with the show. Be prepared. The first two episodes, all you're going to do is cry. Wow. The second episode was all about the funeral. And while tragic, typically death is sort of more of a mention Mm -hmm. than an actual, like, the whole step of the grief. Like on the show. Yes. And then then the undercurrent of the whole thing is that, you know, Stanford, who's Carrie's best friend, like, he dies. His kid... He's in the first two episodes, but in real life, he died in September during production of this thing. So oh. you know that as a fan, and that's then you're crying over that because you see him and he's dead in real life. It was just too much. My husband came home from work and he's like, well, I guess we were going to have a nice dinner tonight. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. I said, I want, I want you to watch it again so you understand how tragic it is. <laughs> so what, how did he react to it? He kept on telling me. He's not a real character. He's not a real character. Also, terrible product placement for Peloton. And it was like a real, because they had a real Peloton instructor, so I know they coordinated it. Did they die after taking a Peloton class? What? Yes. Oh, my God. Steve B said, what WTF, Sex in the City, exactly what I said. I'm still shook. It, it was just horrible. Wait, I don't so know the why. the character dies on a Peloton? Well, after the Peloton. After taking a class, he's about to get in the shower. Is is and, Peloton that stupid or did they not I know. know? I know. And the real life like instructor is in the class. So that's like 
She plays another character, not her real character. It's complicated. A she Peloton a instructor name. plays a Peloton instructor, but a fake Peloton instructor on a real bike. Correct. And this is just my question too. And the, and it's very clear that this is in post COVID times. Uh-huh. This is it's almost futuristic because you don't see any masks, but it like they refer to coronavirus and pandemic and quarantine and all that. Also, Todd Rudkin. Anyone that's listening, that will never be the same. If you know, Who's you know Todd Rudgen. What's Todd Rudgen? The, the singer, the singer, it's the the song. If you know, you know. I'm not going to get into it. I just want to know. <laughs> we've been through so much, and we've waited ten years to see the the reunion. We've been through a pandemic. We've had tears just on the watching the news. Why the hell the show, which is known for entertainment and fashion and friendship, did they do this tragic, tragic thing? They were trying to be right? provocative. I have no idea. It, it does seem like they upset the apple cart a little bit. Like you came to them for one thing and it was very off brand. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch the rest of it, but like I talked to my mother last night. I'm like, mom, don't watch it. <laughs> and she's like, I want to know. I'm hearing that someone died. And so I told her the whole thing. She's, she's like, that is horrible. I'm, I'm, I'm unsubscribed. Like she's just horrified. <laughs> she canceled <laughs> HBO max because of it. She's like, I'm out completely. No, totally. Like, Why would they do that? Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, I, I'm, I'm sorry. And see, of course, Samantha's not there, and then they mention Samantha and what happened there, and that's tragic too. You're almost crying over that before the guy dies. Wait, why isn't Samantha there? I mean, obviously, contraction, <sighs> contracting money, but like, well, the the storyline is that um, Carrie fired her as a publicist because she wasn't writing books and it was the pandemic and she didn't have the money and all this other thing. And then she moved, uh, Samantha moved to, to London and has stopped speaking to all the girls. Oh. And, but then Samantha makes an appearance in the funeral. It's, it's, it just. Wait, Samantha came to the funeral? I thought she wasn't in the show. I, I mean, I. Or was it like she, the back of her head and they were like, that's Samantha? No, no, no. Wait, so the fourth lady who they said wasn't going to be in the show came to the show for the funeral. She wasn't in it. She was in it. And it's, it's, I mean, do you want me to tell you the details? Yeah, I'm good. Did she like okay. Instagram post it or was she no, like... like there weren't supposed to be flowers at the funeral. It was made very, very clear that no flowers. It was a very minimalist funeral. And then over the casket, there was this beautiful arrangement of white flowers and orchids like cascading and Carrie gets very upset because she made it very clear that she didn't want the flowers. And they're like, well, this is who they're from. And it just says, love Samantha. Wow. That's some good writing though. Like how, <laughs> how, how do you make that fourth person super petty, but also really lovable without having to pay them to be in the but show? But then you know, all throughout the thing, they're talking about how Samantha won't turn their calls or their texts and is like defriended all of them. Mm-hmm. And then boom, and you're already crying over the funeral, right? Yeah. It, it was just like, Wait, which was Samantha Kim Cattrall? I've never seen yes. Sex in the yes. City. Yes. Okay. And she was a publicist. Yes. And her character is sorely missed in the whole thing. She's the one who's a little bit, uh, likes to have a good time. She likes to have a good time. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Wow. So. She's probably doing that up in London now. If I was like Sex in the City, I'd have been like, yeah, she died in a tragic farming accident. I would have made something like super weird and wild that totally happened. Right. But yeah, see- she was. She was rock climbing and she fell off. And this, okay, so this for this sex in the city, they would never do that because the show is not known for like having like tragic uh, things. Like it just doesn't. It always end like 
ends like happily. And actually when it was all happening, I'm like, oh, he's going to be fine. He's going to the hospital and it's all good. And then you just, just like said that. He, Kelly, I think you've given it away at this point. I know. I know. Well, if, whatever. If you know, you know, and if you don't and. Also, the writers must not hate Samantha too much because they weren't like she joined QAnon. We haven't heard from her, right? They didn't make like some kind of crazy thing. Well, listen, we're only on episode That's two, right. okay? I I don't know what to expect. The, the next, I guess there, I said I think there's a total of eight, so we've got another six weeks. Of two this. down. Frick! I mean, what? Just I'm gonna have this Emmy on Blanc on. I am not watching that without a cocktail. <laughs> I had some of my day wine and I was ready to go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, speaking mm. of other things that are very controversial. What's in a name? What's in a Metro name? So they're finally going to rename the white Flint Metro station um, on the red line where white Flint mall used to be, but now it's just like that sad standing alone used to be the Lord and Taylor, which yeah. was hopefully going to be the Amazon HQ too, but it's not. So now it's like a lot of space, but we have a new name for it. North Bethesda doors closing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess the, the, the council, the Montgomery County council that had a vote on this wants to kind of like brand North Bethesda because Pike and Rose, that big development is close by and mm -hmm. wants to sort of put literally North Bethesda on the map. Hey, there you go. Um, but I guess the controversy is that the Bethesda stop, which is also on the red line is just a few, I guess it's south of the North Bethesda. That's, that's yeah. North Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, Bethesda, North Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, but the, it was unanimous the the vote on the on the council to rename it. So I I go. lived in North Bethesda for my first year in D.C. and I was a big North Bethesda fan. And I'm yeah, but your stop was Grosvenor. Was Grosvenor? Yeah, Grosvenor. Grosvenor. Yeah, which is. I'm looking at the map right now, which is one stop below. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mine. like calling white Flint, North Bethesda, they're really stretching the bounds <laughs> right. of Bethesda. It's we are totally. outside the beltway at this point, folks, for sure. So they are like, mm, they are really, really doing it. So they're comparing it to, um, you know, there's Farragut North and Farragut West. And if you're a tourist and you're in downtown, I still DC, don't know the difference. I know that, that, I, I'm just like, different. Go to meet me in the middle of Farragut Square. I don't know which one it is. I'm just yeah, totally since I've lived here since 2006. Like I said, I don't know which one is which on the west or Farragut North. Okay, well north North is definitely on the red line, and I think Farragut West is on, on the blue orange. I believe. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I'm looking at I, the map. I right was now. asked on I was on a podcast this week um, called "What's Working in Washington," and the host was like, "You a metro person?" And I was like, "No, not really." Because I was afraid there'd be like a pop, a pop quiz about stations or whatever. And I was like, I don't, I'm just going to avoid that topic. Yeah, I don't even see Farragut. Oh, there it is. Farragut West. Yes, the blue orange. But it is literally, uh, I mean, yeah, it's they're, they're, they're essentially almost like right next to each other. So that can be mm -hmm. confusing because that's downtown and tourist and whatever. And then there's Pentagon City and Pentagon. Right. Which we're guessing Pentagon City will probably be rebranded to National Landing once Amazon comes here. Or At some point, call, yeah. At, called National Landing, hashtag Amazon. I don't know. If we have hashtag on a Metro sign, we will be rolling. That's for sure. <laughs> if anyone can do it, it could be Amazon. Yep. And they keep talking about how very soon, relatively, the Dulles uh, station is going to be open. What's crazy, I was out in Leesburg um, last week or two weeks ago. 
the stations like past the airport are done. Like they're done. There's lights on them. They're just like waiting to be connected to the rest of the system. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. there's more that has to go down there, like some tile work or painting, but they look pretty intact. I think uh, Metro's had a lot of other things they're trying to figure out before they just open up some new stations. Yes, the um, 7000 series mm-hmm. cars that they're pretty yes. sure are not dangerous are going to be <laughs> put back on um, slowly, they said. So uh, cool. this is an Axios DC today, too, uh, that Metro says that they can passengers can start experiencing a, um, I think it was like alleviated service or like better. It was, it was a way of politely saying not as crappy service soon as they're okay. starting to put the 7,000 trains back into action. Oh, something to look forward to. Yeah. I feel bad for the folks who opened up the Metro bar. Cause it was supposed to be like cute and kitschy and stuff. And now they're like, I don't, I don't know that <laughs> people are like super stoked about going to a bar named after Metro. Yeah. At least the drinks at Metro Bar don't take 30 minutes to get delivered in theory. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, another famous uh, DC-ness making its way to the national stage. So Capital City Mambo Sauce is getting a partnership with KFC. This is awesome. Yeah, I love it because that's like DC. I mean, I guess Half Smokes also go in that sort of same category. But mm-hmm. that, that that this is our sauce. Yes. And I actually now just... I just recently started just buying it on the regs like that. I always have it kind of like my Savion Blanc Um, (laughs) (laughs) because it's so good. And now it's in, it's in stores. Like it's not hard to get capital city um, has done a great job with uh, getting it distributed. I mean, almost all the grocery stores have it, but yeah, KFC um, is going to be serving that sauce in Maryland, Georgia, and Texas. I'm nervous about the Texas part of it. Because people in Texas are very snobby about barbecue, and I don't want them to set up Capital City Mambo Sauce to fail. I'm just saying is all. Well, you never know. You never I know. I mean, you could get some new fans. Could you imagine if, like, we get into a world someday, we could only hope that there's a world in which, like, Capital City Mambo Sauce is available in, like, packets and as sought after as, like, McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. That would be amazing. Right? Could you imagine if it's like you open up your junk drawer and you have just like packets and packets of, of Capital City Mambo Sauce across the country? I think Capital City Mambo Sauce would like that too. They also are pretty <laughs> excited about that. Yeah, they would hope that that happens as well. Yeah, yeah. Although there are no KFCs in downtown, like actual DC, which I found surprising. I know. And I had to think about that. Um, there's Popeyes. There's no. Yeah, I know. There's, there's Popeyes. No, no, I know. I know. But I think that's really cool. Congratulations to them. We love yeah. to see our local companies doing well. That's absolutely spectacular. And um, a little bit of normalcy, like from the downtown region, Kelly, uh, Ford's Theater, you might have heard about it. Um, it has been closed up for a while. Still not the worst thing that's happened at Ford's Theater. But now they are back and they are in action. Um, and a Christmas carol is happening there. And I got a chance to talk to Craig Wallace, who if you're watching the video stream, great. But if you're listening to the podcast, well, if you're watching the video stream, just close your eyes and listen. His voice, Craig Wallace's voice is like, ah, it's so good. Um, so he plays an awesome Ebenezer Scrooge at Ford's Theater. And we talked all about getting back and making it happen because they had a radio play. Like last year, they did it as only an audio situation. Mm. And this year, it's got that audio feel, but they have some fans in the stands and they've got um, like, a, like a, a dressed down, reimagined version of A Christmas Carol. Will be haunted by three spirits. They have reimagined 
uh, the radio adaptation for the stage. So if someone's hearing like radio play, like what does that even mean to the average person who's maybe gone to see it in person in a theater before? You know, we told the story through uh, our voices and sound effects and it, it, it actually went really well. It sounds great, but it's not the same as actually seeing the 3D human people on stage in the flesh. So that's what we're trying to achieve. What do you bring to playing Ebenezer Scrooge? Because everyone from Donald Duck to people on the big screen have played Ebenezer Scrooge. So how do you, you know, bring yourself and, and bring that character to life in your own way? Well, I understand uh, love and loss. And I, I, I believe that uh, because he's lost that love that he refuses to feel. And so it's fascinating for me and it's fun for me to go from someone that refuses to feel to ultimately feeling in abundance. When um, you're walking through downtown now, you see you on lamppost by Ford's Theater. How cool is that? It's very cool. Um, except that, you know, I kind of look down because I, I, I just hate to see my face like writ large <laughs> like that. <laughs> but the best part is, is that it's up, which means that we're doing it. And that's, that's what's most important. Ford's Theater's open and a Christmas Carol is happening. What's cool too, Kelly, this weekend, they've got a sensory show for people with sensitivities to lights and also autism um, happening this weekend. You can get special tickets at the box office for a, I believe it's a Sunday day show. That's great. That's great. And also Forza Theater has been open though for, for tours mm -hmm. for a while now, which is great. And so much fun going for a tour there. I um, have a great memory of when my kids were little and we went, we did a tour there and I scared my daughter that the ghost of Abraham Lincoln was around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and she still talks about how traumatized she is. Over that. <laughs> but it's, it's so cool to go for a tour there. If you, I mean, I, I don't, I'm native Washingtonian, right? I don't take going on tours lately, but yeah. I don't know. We were bored one Saturday and I was like, let's go down, down. And it's incredible. And the docents there are amazing and give, uh, tell the incredible story beyond of what you kind of beyond the headlines that makes a lot of sense now that you bring this whole story full circle and i wonder if you thought that bob dole was at the cathedral yesterday you've 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 <laughs> ruined this poor girl on like famous washingtonians who have passed oh i hope not you can head back to in our archives and listen to shows there was a time when kelly actually loved sex in the city <laughs> you can find those episodes in there as well yeah, you have, to dig, <laughs> you, have to, you have to dig real deep, but yes, it's in there. And you know what? Most episodes, she drank Savion Blanc too, so you can, <laughs> you can find it in there too. <laughs> we'll see you next time.